Hey, y'all. Thanks for joining us for another real fun episode of Behind the Bar. My name is Chandler Phillips, and with me, as always, is your trusty bartender, James Beery. What's up? And today, we are drinking Spicy Margs. Oh, it's too spicy for the pepper, too hot for the pepper. It's Things are popping on my pepper. Popping poppin on your pepper. A little short. What do they say? The shorter the pepper, the spicier. Uh, you know what they say. That's a whole lot of capsaicin you got in that capsicum. <laughs> So uh, this week, what we're doing, because, uh, of course, on Friday on Was That In Good Taste, we did some jokes. And I'm going to be real. We haven't done them yet, but I have a feeling they're going to be spicy. So I just... Some hot takes? (laughs) Some hot takes. So I decided, I was like, oh, we're doing hot takes. We should have a hot drink. Something a little spicy, but also a little smoky. A little smoky. So I took a traditional kind of margarita. This is not new. Okay, I didn't make up the idea of a spicy fucking margarita or whatever. You aren't the pioneer of the spicy marg. I am not the pioneer of the spicy marg. But, (laughs) you know, I just want to press it so bad. That's the the wrong one. I want to press it so bad because, like, am I? Wow. Well, now it'll just have to come up. (laughs) That's just what I want to do. Because you don't, am I the creator of the spicy mark? I think. Yes, I am. <laughs> so what we're doing is kind of very simple. Uh, it's, of course, it's Haradura. It's uh, freaking. Wait, no, for the, for the smoky part. Well, uh, sorry, sorry. I'm, I'm overstepping. Okay, so. Stepping over. You wow, I want to break the fucking all right, here we go. Originally the cocktail was Herodura with a house made jalapeno infused um simple syrup with Well that sounds a little bit more complex than your average simple syrup. Oh it is. Definitely it is. Super easy to do. Take the jalapeno, remove the seeds. Because even though you want the spice, what you really want is the flavor of the jalapenos. Mm-hmm. You put that in Actually, kind not of, the seeds, like explicitly not the, seeds, the, the flesh, right. explicitly the flesh, the flesh and simple syrup is, you know, flesh. like equal parts like water and sugar. But then you literally reduce it by half. Do you have to take into consideration the amount of water that's in the flesh of the pepper? No, because what you want to do is to make sure just like coffee, you don't over extract it. You don't leave it in there forever, forever, ever, forever, ever. I, I put it in there for like. 10 minutes. Okay. It takes like 25 minutes to like simmer down and to cool. Did you like Julianne? Or sorry, Julianne? Or just rings. Just regular rings. They could be as thick as possible. Of course, depending on the pepper, the time of year, et cetera, et cetera, will affect the the flavor of the syrup. Then I used my Ninja, no, my Instapot air fryer thing to dehydrate some lime wheels and some jalapenos you don't have to do that fresh lime but it made it look pretty it looks pretty um fresh lime fresh jalapeno in it is a good garnish it's very odiferous it gives it a nice smell you know which complements with tequila okay tequila's dove does love odors i rimmed it with uh tahine (laughs) usually gotta pay extra for that right Ooh, uh tahine of course is Super easy. It's in every supermarket. It's like between two to three dollars. It is a chili lime salt. It's very mild, not very spicy. However, some people find it spicy. So I made this with my friend in mind. 
because they don't really like spice. Mm. Okay. And since she doesn't like spice, I was like, oh, if I were to have a friend over, let's have a guest. You don't want it to be too spicy. Yes. So my original idea was to take uh, the scorpion hot sauce, mix it with salt, and like really give it a real good kick. Scorpion hot sauce. That doesn't sound like one of those nice approachable hot sauces. It is not. It's the it's... kind of hot sauce that smacks you in the face and tells you to go call your mama and then curses your mama out. It's, it ain't fun. Damn. And then I used tequila. Mm. Super easy. Tequila. 1.75 ounces tequila. Um... Or around 350 mils of tequila for anybody across the pond. Like between half an ounce to an ounce, depending on your, your feeling. However of, you like your of tequila. The simple, of the simple syrup. But always exactly about one ounce or just about 300 and uh, just about two, was it 175 mils of the, 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 the lemon juice, you know. So you do equal parts lemon juice and tequila? No, you do, you do, it's like... 300 mils or 375 mils and 175 mils so like one like half and like so you do about equal parts simple syrup to lemon or to lime juice yes yes and then each of those are probably about like two parts tequila yes and then one part like lemon and lime so it's a little short of you know super easy honestly taste it that's the easy that's the easy thing to do all right okay i mean if you insist no Yep, that's I tasted it. The first few that we had had Herradura in it. Hura Dura. Hura Dura, which is an award winning tequila, nice, affordable. They're the bottle with the uh horseshoe on it. But after two we ran out. Yeah. So we're using Casamigos Mezcal. Ooh. And I think it has changed what the entire cocktail is in a good way. I think this is one of the few times we featured a mezcal on here i think before we had a uh, pelton de la muerte mm-hmm. um for those of you interested the difference between a tequila and a mezcal has to do in the way uh the agave is processed as well as the type of agave that's used and also regional like specifications and stuff do you know i know that tequila is always if anybody says oh it's blue agave all tequila all tequila is blue blue agave has to be it's, it's it's like how bourbon has to be corn. Yeah, it it always it always is. But here's the question: Do you know what kind of agave is in mezcal? It's less defined. That's all I know of it. It it's not. There's uh, espadine, and then there's barril, and then there's there's several different kinds. And usually, the type of mezcal is uh, delineated by its type of agave that it uses, or oh. or uh mag- magway as i believe it's traditionally called cuz like you have the the company del del magway or del magway that has like a um a series of different uh, mezcals that they have that are all done with different agaves or their blends there's a uh, one of the the tequila or one of the mezcals that we really liked at uh at the liquor store had a uh, burial and espadine, mm-hmm. and it was a blend of two different types of agave. I was looking, I was pulling a Jamie. Um, pull that up, pull that <laughs> shit up. There's like 15 different, like, there's like a lot of different varieties, which I think gives it more flexibility. It do because I find that most tequila, personally, going up in quality is not really the agave that's the determining factor, 
But when it comes to switching out, like, uh, you know, like, you know, with whiskey, it's like the corn and weed and different things. You get more, you get different terroir and different things with different agaves. Different expressions of the plant itself. Yes. Yeah. The Casamigos specifically is a hoven. It's unaged mm-hmm. mezcal, completely unaged. That means it's clear. It has like no color, no darkness, nothing to it. It's it's uh, it's liquor without color. <laughs> it's, it's, I'm, I'm laughing at my own joke. Leave me alone. <laughs> um, super. And it has good. no soul in it either. Slightly smoky, not as smoky as like the Delamorte, which by the way is cheaper. By like ten dollars. Yeah, like they have a a pretty popular like the I think the one that you're most likely gonna see at bars and stuff is uh Vita. Mm-hmm. That that's that shit's everywhere. That's like the the standard with the green bottle. With the green bottle how, and the how much was a bottle of Vita like seven fifty mil? Uh, probably around I want to say like thirty five ninety nine. Ten dollars cheaper than this. Yeah, like fifteen dollars, like almost twenty dollars cheaper than this. You know. And I wonder if it's because the bottle is nice and frosted and has like a black thing. Well, and it's Casamigos, so it has the clout of being part of a pre- a premium tequila brand, whereas Del Maguey Del Maguey is already established as like a premium mezcal uh, product or producer. But can I and say then though? They just have like their different shelf levels. Casamigos is not that expensive. Casamigos is not that expensive for premium spirits. Yes. It's expensive for tequila. Yes. It's middle shelf for everything else. Like in the $50, $55 range, that's kind of middle shelf for everything but mezcal. Where mezcal can be kind of cheaper, but generally any okay mezcal starts at like 50 bucks. It's like the the shelf jump. I feel like tequilas in the first three shelves are real close. Like you get whatever your like real house blend is. From Salsa or like, you know. Or even just like Montezuma. Oh, yeah. Which wasn't that bad. It, I mean, it wasn't bad. But wasn't first good. of all, it, <laughs> if you're buying tequila, don't get anything that's gold that's below like the fourth shelf down. Yeah, yeah. Don't do that. No. It's it's just going to hurt you in the morning. And usually it's not actual tequila. Like it has flavors and preservatives and all that stuff. But. Typically, if you see like like Jose Cuervo silver, oh, now, I knew we were gonna get into this. Now this has become a tequila little pod. Um, Jose Cuervo, one of the oldest like tequila dis- like distilleries and producers, mm. and like period, it's like the oldest continually running one. Good fucking product. Hey, they do they do their silver right. Their gold, on the other hand, can take a fucking walk. I don't hate it, but I feel like I explicitly hate. Jose Cuervo Gold. I am not sure because I was crapping on Bacardi Gold until I did research, and I was like, "Oh, it's not food coloring. It's literally a process." You know, I don't care if they <laughs> fucking extract Jose Cuervo Gold from the Queen of England's left teat. <laughs> I am telling you, it is a shit liquor for shit people. <laughs> So here we go. Sorry, that got that got too <laughs> heated. I don't think you know, you're a shit Well, first person. of all, what the queen did to Harry and Sally, I feel so bad at Megan, Megan, <laughs> Megan, Merkel, whatever. I don't know. Fucking royal shit. It sucks. 
So since we become a tequila pod temporarily, here's a question. You're going to go with tequila pod instead of just tequila cast? It yeah, ro- I, I thought about it. But it rolls off better. Oh, my fucking Lord. Um, mezcal or tequila? Quick. Ooh. Depends on the type of attitude I'm in, really. Because like, if it's one of those days where you want to sit and brood... The- mezcal is for sitting and brooding. Tequila is for having an having a party like it's it's an up tequila i mean all alcohol has the same effect but like as far as the flavor and the energy and the vibe and like what i appreciate and how i'm mixing it tequila is a spritzy light like party drink and mezcal is a brooding um contemplative uh ref- introspective liquor. So when I explain mezcal to people, I always go, mezcal is the scotch of tequila. But in reality, I think it's not fair. Because while mezcal can be great, yes, it is not scotch. It's not scotch. <laughs> it's not scotch. And this is why I asked you that question, because do you think that you like margaritas with tequila or mezcal better? I like margaritas with tequila better, I think, because the lime and the sweetness, the sweetness that comes with a margarita lends itself better to the fruitiness that comes with a typical tequila. Whereas a mezcal, I think, does well in a little bit more of a um, specialized cocktail. Like one of my favorites that I've had was a mezcal Negroni. And I mm. believe it was. Uh, um, one of the it was an Amaro and a Campari that they used um, along with a mezcal, and then uh, garnished with a uh, blood orange rather than lime. Rather, yeah. Oh, instead of just like a regular orange. Yeah, it was blood orange, and that kind of just brought the whole the whole thing together. Oh, it was uh, was it Mont Monte. Montenegro, I think, was the Amaro. I think it's interesting because it has vermouth in it, and you, we both kind of decided we hate vermouth. Yeah, it was briny, but I think the smoke combats the brininess better than um, oh. something that's more herbaceous. Way, way better than like a bourbon, too. Or like, it's like way different. Honestly, I, I am kind of leaning more towards mezcal than rye because mezcal has a little bit more depth and a different viscosity. Like, I think that was, was was throwing me off about this Casamigos Mezcal because we tried it on its own and it has the Mezcal smokiness, but it didn't really have the body. Like it wasn't syrupy enough for me to feel like it was a quality Mezcal. Well, being unaged, it wasn't having any of the characteristics of any barrel. There, there was nothing there other than in some ways, which I think might be better if we were more educated about uh, mezcal or tequila. Like, I'm pretty sure, not that I know, but I'm pretty sure we're tasting the agave more. I'm pretty sure that, because remember, we, we spoke about this before, we're like wine. There's less depth for wine than there is whiskey, right? Right, right, So right. because there's less depth between the agave and this, we're not really, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're not having the agave obfuscated you know we're experiencing it more it's just straight up agave straight up agave so 
I want you to rate my cocktail, my original beautiful cocktail with the dried jalapenos and the dried lime wedge with the fresh lime wedge. And I want you to rate it whatever scale you want. I'd say here's how I'm going to rate that cocktail. If I were out at a bar and someone ordered that cocktail for me, I would pay 13 bucks for it. Only th- Hold on. I think, in my opinion, if you went to a nice place and you ordered the cocktail without really looking, it was 18 bucks at the end, would you feel offended? If it were 18? Like, remember, you're out, though. You're not at home. Like, you go, you go into, like, a nice place. Yeah, no, no. If it were 18, I'd feel offended. If it were 16, I'd be like, all right, I get it. 16? Because there is tax. You're right. Because 16 is, like, 18 because there's like, tax. Yeah. I mean, 16 is probably, like, the the height. Like, if... That would be the the limit. Where if it if it had gone up to eighteen, I'd I'd be like, really? I mean, it just had Horadora Silver. Like, come on. Oh, it was the tequila. The cocktail probably could have if the tequila was higher. Like, if you use the higher end tequila in it, then I would be more open to it being a higher price. Like, if you told me you used tequila ocho, plata. In that, I'd be like, "Oh, okay, that's oh, it's twenty five bucks." Well, I get it because yeah. it's pretty, but it's you know the plata. Exactly, but because it's look nothing against Hordadura, but they're a little mainstream. They're a little mass produced, and so I wouldn't expect it to be that expensive. What I'm more curious is uh, how did what was your opinion on the Casamigos Mezcal? Where, what shelf, mm. and where on your bar? Like how many? If if you're if you're running a bar and you got like your stadium seats for One, the for the bar got you already, Casamigos, uh, uh, mezcal top shelf why pretty bottle. Ooh, he's right. See, the bottle is nice. It's frosted with black, and it's a Hoven, so it's unaged. It's clear, which is kind of cool. It's still smoky. It's not bad at fifty five dollars. In reality, it's a mid shelf kind of thing next to other mezcals. Low low. Next to other mezcals, maybe next to like you know, like it's Vita is very smoky. Not Vita's not great. But I would put it comparable to like El Bujo. See, I I vibe with that, but like if I'm in a bar and I own a, it's gonna be kind of high. It looks nice. It's really good. It's not cheap. Right. It's it's good. It's a waste but of my you, money. I paid for it. Do you wa- want it to be eye catching enough? Yeah. It's a waste of my money. No, I don't think so. No. I think it's enjoyable. It's fun. I've been drinking some straight, and I enjoyed it. I've had some in this cocktail. It was great. It was not a waste of money. And I think of things in terms of, is it a waste of money? It's not. All right. We've had things that we've made content about that's like, oh, it's a waste of money. And this is not a waste of money. No, I don't think it's a waste. And I when just... you come back, like, when we come back, when a few days we hang out, what are you going to do? You can be like, oh, because it must you're going to want some. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Oh, yeah. I'm going to find a better mezcal. But, uh, you know what? I'm going to come back and I'm going to be like, you thought, you thought, you fucking thought. It's a mezcal off. It's And, a- <laughs> and what else is an off? A joke off. Because, of course, this last Friday, we did an entire episode in the future about jokes in which, in, re- in regards to our contest that we did over a month ago... We each had to write each other three jokes. So, of course, if you want to listen to that and enjoy that, in the same feed here, 
Was That In Good Taste on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play. You name it, we're there. You name it, we stream it. Well, um, yeah, man, it's always fun to be behind the bar. Uh, t- well, thank you for joining us behind it. And uh, hmm? yeah. You good? You yeah. want to? Yeah, thank you. Go ahead. I was there, but go ahead. Oh, okay. Thanks for joining us behind the bar. My name has been Chandler Phillips, and with me, as always, is James Berry. And we want you to tune in as often as possible, and you know, frequently, and you know, listen to us. Drinking Was that good taste? Is not required. It is recommended. I got a reason. I got a reason why I did that. I got a reason. Okay, I'm on the edge of my seat. Hello and welcome to Was That in Good Taste? I'm your host, Chandler Phillips, and with me as always is your producer and co-host, James Beery. What's going on? And today we are talking about the process of indoctrinization and radicalization. That sounds so serious. Do you have like a different name? Well, 